0: Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets draw near to God's direction. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I am currently covering a series entitled Fasting. If you haven't already, I encourage you to listen to and share parts one through eight. My aim for this series is to share with listeners the purpose and power of God honoring biblical fasting. In part six of this series, I went over the motivational aim, prompted to fast, and I believe this is an extension or can serve as an extension to that episode. And I say that because when a person takes the time to fast, as we already know, they are setting themselves apart to get closer to God, they are doing what they need to do, distraction-free, to develop in their relationship with their Heavenly Father. Simply stated, they are drawing near to God so God can draw near to them. And when someone is drawing near, they are moving closer to something. They are approaching something or someone. They are going up. They're moving towards. And when we fast from the biblical context, we're drawing near to God. We're moving towards Him. We're elevating in Him. We're moving closer to the things of God. And there is a promise attached to a person who draws near to God. And that scriptural promise can be found in James, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse, the first part. And that scripture reads, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When we draw near to God in fasting, prayer, reading his word, talking to him, casting our cares on him, and when we intentionally seek a relationship with him, we are coming close to him. Not only are we moving closer towards God, We are moving closer to what God is, who God is. We are moving closer to his power. We're drawing towards his wisdom, his strength, his discernment, his peace, his power, his love, and his forgiveness. When we draw close to God, God draws close to us. When God is moving closer to us... That's when we are moving closer to him. And when someone moves closer to you, especially in a relationship that is real, it is evident for anybody or everybody to see that connection. And when you think about a relationship, when people are drawing close to one another, it doesn't matter the relationship, it can be romantic. It can be a parent-child relationship, sibling, relative, family, friend, whatever. The more each party draws close to each other, they start to sound the same. They speak the same. They say things at the same time, not even trying to do that. They start understanding each other on a level that would have never happened if they did not draw close and move towards one another. Whether they move towards one another in mind, move towards one another in heart, move towards one another in love. They don't have that connection unless they're committed in developing that relationship. And that's the same thing with us and God. If we want to start sounding like God, If we want to have the mind of Christ and do what Jesus would do, we only get there by drawing close to God, drawing close to Jesus. When we draw close to God and we draw close to Jesus, we start to learn who they are. We listen to them. We know what they like and what they don't like. What they would do and what they wouldn't do. Where they would go and where they wouldn't go. That's what we learn. Same thing that would happen if we were in a relationship with someone. You learn them. You study them. You love them. You care for them. That's how it goes. So when we draw close to God, God draws close to us and over time we start sounding like Jesus and we start sounding like our heavenly father. We start looking like them. We start exemplifying the power they have. We start treating others like they treat people. What they have is what we have. What they do we aim to imitate and that is what we want, right? When one is prompted to fast, it's for a reason. And we need to draw close to God because we don't know what's ahead. And we need God's protection, his impact, and influence in every decision and step we take and make. We already know God is for us. We already know God will never leave us nor forsake us. But the closeness of God is for us to make decisions with Him in mind as He guides us as we navigate through life's journey. In the book of Nehemiah, the first chapter, we're introduced to an interaction Nehemiah had with some of his brothers. And I encourage you to read the book of Nehemiah in its entirety But I'm going to go over the first chapter just summarizing it. Nehemiah was a Jew who lived in the Persian Empire. He was the king's cupbearer, so his job was extremely important because he served as chief of staff. Anyone who was a cupbearer to the king had to be a person of great integrity, they had to be trustworthy and reliable. Cupbearers guarded any poison going in the king's cup. And what a blessing it is when God blesses us to be cupbearers for those we are connected to. And what a blessing it is when God blesses us with people, with the mindset of being our spiritual, physical, God-honoring cupbearers. So when someone displays any poisonous activity around us, they're there to warn us. And they're also there to display integrity, love, and faithfulness regarding everything about us. They don't allow people to serve us or serve you anything when they are in your presence. Jumping back to Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a cupbearer and he was at work, and his brother came to visit him. Nehemiah asked his brother how things were at home. His brother let him know things are not good, and Nehemiah's brother told him that Jerusalem's wall had been broken down. The gates were burned up. People were coming in and out of the town desecrating everything in sight. Nehemiah heard that news and he thought about his family being in turmoil, his family living in an unprotected environment, thought about his friends and his loved ones, what they could have been going through in addition to what the people in the town were going through. Nehemiah was saddened that the people in his hometown didn't establish the necessary boundaries so they wouldn't have to deal with outsiders. They did not enforce God-honoring boundaries. And Nehemiah possibly wondered why the people didn't build a boundary. Why didn't they just do this work? Why were they not committed to doing what God said to do and living the way God commanded them to live? When Nehemiah heard the news from his brother, he started crying, he started mourning, he started praying, and then he fasted. This was an opportunity, that fast was an opportunity for Nehemiah to draw near to God. He was prompted to fast, but he drew near to God for direction because of what he heard, and what he heard was a major problem. See, Nehemiah wasn't where his brother was. Nehemiah was in a different town, working in a high-class, high-ranking position. People knew him. He was an administrator. He was successful. He didn't have to go through, and he wasn't going through what his family was going through. His family was going through broken walls, Broken family, broken scenarios, family problems, real issues, family storms, circumstances that they needed assistance in. And Nehemiah wasn't there to go through it. But once he heard about it, Nehemiah cried, he prayed, he mourned, and he fasted. And that lets you know he cared about his family. He cared about God's people. He didn't say, oh, well, y'all, y'all figure that stuff out. It's not that bad. All you got to do is enforce a boundary. All you got to do is build a wall. Y'all can't build a wall? Y'all telling me y'all can't go to Temple Depot, get some wood, and go build a boundary, build, build a fence? All you got to do is this. All you have to do is that. It's not that hard. I think I can get you in touch with some people that I know. What's your scroll mail? So I can shoot a scroll to them real quick and hopefully they can hit you up, figure out what's going on. I think I know somebody over there because I I got my own family. uh, I'm a cupbearer. I'm a COS. That's a real powerful position. Chief of Staff. Uh Uh-uh. Can't go over there building walls. No, Nehemiah did not do that. He did not do that. He cared about his family, and he really cared about God's people. He really did. He made it his business to draw near to God for direction on what he needed to do. He was prompted to do something, and he did it. He knew his people were going through some hard times, some broken circumstances, some broken spirits, broken confidence, broken peace. Because the walls in their lives were broken physically and spiritually. Nehemiah was prompted to fast. He needed to put everything to the side so he could hear God and he could travel the direction God was leading him. And we discover that Nehemiah didn't just hear the news and then tell his brother, hey, I'm going to be praying for y'all. Yeah, I'm going to really keep y'all uplifted in prayer. I'm going to do that for your brother. But uh, it's no uh programs out there that can help y'all out. No build a wall for humanity. Y'all don't have that? Could have sworn it was some kind of little programs out here. There's nothing out there. Sure wish y'all could really get some help and assistance. Y'all tried to reach out to the local authorities? Try to build a wall for y'all? Oh, well, I hope it works out for you. Because, um, you know, the walls over here, you know, they're kind of sturdy. We don't, we don't have too many problems over here. Walls are up, and, I mean, we are all right. Just sure hate to hear y'all going through that. Well, all right, I'm on my way to my house. Because, uh, I got some people putting up a wall right now. Got a good deal on it, too. Look real nice. Come with a little security system. You want to come over so you can see it? Because it, man, it's sturdy. It's sturdy. I got a good deal on it, man. It's sturdy. Real nice. I was praying to God for it, and he gave it to me. Yeah, but, uh... I hope it works out for y'all down there. I'm going to keep you in prayer. Keep you in prayer. No, Nehemiah didn't do that. He did not do that at all. He didn't just pray real quick, say he was going to pray, and then walk away. No, the Bible states that he prayed and fasted for some days. He says, I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And during that time of fasting, prayer, and mourning, Nehemiah was drawing near to God. He praised God for being the great and awesome God he is. And then Nehemiah started confessing his sins and the sins of the people, including his family. He let the Lord know, Lord, We have acted very wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed your word. We have not done anything you told us to do. You gave us your word and we have not followed it. We have not done right by you. Lord, you even told us what would happen if we disobeyed you. And Lord, I see your word coming into fruition. It's happening. You also told us what would happen when we return to you. And Lord, I'm looking at the devastation my family and the people of Jerusalem are going through, and I'm taking accountability, and I'm going to go ahead and draw near to you. Because I know when I draw near to you, Lord, you will direct me. When I go away from you and dismiss you, Lord, you already let me know you will scatter me to my own devices where I don't even see my path. Lord, you already let me know that you will scatter my plans. And if you scatter my plans, you scatter my thoughts. But it's not until I draw close to you when you reveal your path, your plan, to me. And then you serve as a guide for me. Lord, I've done so wrong. My family has done wrong. Forgive us, Lord. And Lord, I'm aware that I'm not exempt just because I live over here and my family is going through that over there. Forgive me, Lord. I'm asking that you direct me on what I need to do. I'm going to follow you and do what you commanded because this sin and disobedience has gone on for too long. Lord, I'm asking that you help me. Lord, I'm asking that you give me success today by granting me favor in the presence of the King, my boss. Lord, I feel prompted to fast. And Lord, as I'm fasting, I'm drawing closer to you. Lord, I feel you directing me to go home to build what is broken. Lord, thank you for giving me the tools to get this done. Thank you for giving me the mind. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the heart to accomplish this task. Lord, I also want to thank you for giving me the expertise, the insight, the tenacity to go back and help my family and my hometown. They are broken, but I am whole in you. Help me to share your good news all while helping those in need. So, That is what Nehemiah was going through. And when you read the entire book of Nehemiah, you will discover that after Nehemiah made the decision to draw close to God, Nehemiah was able to accomplish something extremely fast. He was able to build a wall in 52 days. It took 140 years to complete but he was able to do it in 52 days. It's amazing what God can do with someone who is willing to keep him first and draw close to him. God can accelerate you all from you drawing close to him. At times, it might not feel like you're accelerating in anything, but anytime you remain in Christ and keep God first, you are moving forward in your mind, your purpose, and peace. Fasting is a way to draw close to God. If you don't know what to do and you don't know what's going on, set yourself apart from what you've been doing anyway and draw close to God. Pray to God and be honest before Him, just like Nehemiah did. Nehemiah didn't say to his brother, Hey, brother, uh, that's some bad news. Hope y'all figure out." No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that at all. Nehemiah didn't make it look like he cared, and he really didn't. No, his actions showed he cared, and he knew he was not exempt. He saw his faults in the situation, And he asked God for forgiveness. He was accountable to how he contributed to what was going on. And he fasted. He wanted God to know, Lord, I wasn't drawing close to you before. And look what happened. I wasn't praying like this before. I wasn't accountable before. But Lord, I'm coming to you now. And I'm wrong. My family is wrong. The people are wrong, but I want to show you how serious I am. Show me what to do, Lord. And whatever direction you lead me, as I'm drawing close to you, I will do it. And that is what Nehemiah did. He received his answer while praying, fasting, and mourning, and holding himself accountable. And when he stated Give me success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. Nehemiah knew the Lord was leading him to serve as an administrator in building what was broken in his community. He knew the Lord was leading him to serve as an administrator for building what was broken in his family, his relationships. And Nehemiah also knew God was leading him to help individuals understand the brokenness in their life so that they could turn to God and draw close to God. And by drawing close to God, God was close to him and gave him direction. And with that direction, Nehemiah had the awareness and the wisdom to apply what he needed to apply from drawing near to God in his life and for the lives of countless others. And the truth remains with us also. When we draw close to God, God draws close to us. And when he draws close to us, he directs us on what we need to do and how we need to do it. God gives us wisdom when we ask him for it. And that promise is found in James the first chapter in the fifth verse and it states, Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly and it will be given to him. And the scripture I would like to review with you once more is James the fourth chapter and the eighth verse is the first part and it reads, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When you are prompted to fast, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. When you are prompted to pray, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. When you are prompted to obey God, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. When you are prompted to read and declare God's word, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. When you are prompted to go the direction God tells you to go, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. When you're prompted to hold yourself accountable for what you've done wrong, that is an opportunity to draw near to God. Our aim is to exercise James the fourth chapter in the eighth verse. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Because we don't want to go through life without God being close to us. And we don't want to go through life not being close to God. So remain encouraged. Alright. Thank you all for tuning in. Feel free to visit my website drkenitrabryant.com Also you can follow me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.